This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Midsummer. I've given up on looking up taglines. Chris Factor fit. Hold on a second. Huh? Your dick smells pretty good today. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Horse Landa. <laughs> that was not what I expected uh, to come out of your mouth. Yeah, I know, right? It just did it hit me when I said got here. Especially because I've been listening to old episodes on my Echo. I just play them for my dog when I when I leave the room so that he can gets to enjoy my voice, even though I'm not there. And there was a whole episode where you were going on about masturbation stink, Horse Lanta. Oh, and sounds like then me. To hear you say that this, to hear you say this today was a great juxtaposition. He's already rubbing his eyes. An episode. <laughs> I didn't like say it stank this An time. Episode. That's better, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not a full episode until <laughs> we talked about my dick. So yeah, but uh, you got you have to say. You, I mean, but what I said is better than what I normally say about it, right? Could you confirm that? You, that feels like a setup. I absolutely am not comfortable with confirming any of this. <laughs> not confirming what? He will neither confirm nor deny. On the advice of counsel. <clears throat> yeah. If you can't say something about something that's not Chris's dick, maybe you should just say nothing at all. Oh, it stinks again. Let's go on with the uh, trivia. <laughs> this is the most I'll go first this time. I've I, think, ever seen. I, think, I think Horse Lanta goes first usually. Okay. We'll mix it up. So trivia, Mr. Troy. Who was the director of the 1980 show movie Creep Show? Director of Creep Show? Mm-hmm. Um Fuck. I, I know it's probably not right, but I'm gonna say Stephen King because he was in it. Wrong. I figured. What was it? Alright, I guess Horse Lanta, you gonna steal? Uh Educated guess because I've I know I've seen IMDb before with Clive Barker. Not fair, but wrong. Is it in that vein? Is it like sure. a famous? Mm-hmm. It is John Carpenter. Nope. Wes Craven. God older. Damn it. Older. Boris Karloff. Oh, okay. It's not a director. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think it was older than Wes Craven. I can't even fucking. Now I got nothing. Bill Lugosi. Still not a director. George Romero. Ah. Ah. Who that? Never heard of him. I guess, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> his name is public domain. Yeah, it's just his name. George Ramero. I don't yep. know that guy. Mr. Horse. Hmm. In what horror movie do we see Kevin Bacon impaled in his throat with an arrow? Um... That one with the dead girl in the wall. Stir of Echoes? No. Oh. No, it is Friday the 13th. Wow. Troy with the steel. Ah. The first the first one. I'm an embarrassment. Where Jason was not the killer. I watched the second <laughs> one a lot more than the first one. Did you not watch the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special where they talk about that? Nope. 
Okay. It's on Disney Plus. It's fun. You get to see uh, Drax and uh, and Mantis attempt to kidnap Kevin Bacon to give him as a gift to, to uh, Star Lord. To cheer him up. Kidnappy. Like you do. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, so what? This is Mr. Troy, I think. Uh-huh. Yep. This 1931 movie features the classic line, It's Alive. It's alive. Oh, come on. It, this has got to be Frankenstein. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah Frankenstein. Yeah. That was softball. Yeah. 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 Mr. Horse? Oh. Troy's up by two. What horror franchise centers around a group of survivors who escape death and are killed one by one in freak accidents? Final Destination. Oh. The horse is still alive. That got one. Yep, the horse got one. Mr. Troy. For the win. Yes, sir. What All right. movie features an alien hunter hiding in the jungle using trees and camouflage? Coughed. <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> what? No, it it would be uh, the one featuring uh, something that turns you into a sexual Tyrannosaurus, and that would be Predator. Yes. He's got to take a seat. Yeah, Troy wins. <laughs> we need to get yeah. buzzers. I feel like that's, that would be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but with this weird audio thing I have going on, I don't know if that would be in my detriment or my favor. I just, you won, so probably you'd we be We could fine. just get air horn apps on our phones. <laughs> well, we, can, well, we don't need... Oh, yeah. This guy gets it. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm living in i'm living in the 21st century true so what the hell did speaking we of things not in the 20 actually things in the 21st century but you know not necessarily all the way hip and cool what movie do we watch again chris midsummer mid midsummer as a that's suggested by me. Well, it's a me. Legally, I also like it. You, uh, whether or not well, you like that's it, that's fine. But I'm the one who put it on the list for under my own direction. Yeah, much like Masters of the Universe, I did that will show up at some point on, on the list. Now I'm a sovereign citizen, and I like Midsummer. All right, <laughs> noted. That- I don't think you're allowed to like any movie longer than 90 minutes, Horace Lanta. Just contractually. 90's pushing it. Yeah, I know. You 90 or less. That's the way you like your movies and your women. Yep. <laughs> I like my women I'm pretty like happy I like my one. movies. In a box. 90 or less. I in a box with some nice art. Uh, so, how does this movie film start, Mister Chris? Flim. Uh, footage of outside in the winter. Yep. And there's cold. also some like some drawings that are like on like old old timey looking parchment paper. Yeah. Yeah. There's a skull. It, it's like, it looked like the that sun. I was mm-hmm. waiting for someone. I was waiting. For someone to start putting like bardcore lyrics up on like the paper, you know, like if you go to like a if you listen to if you listen to bardcore music on YouTube, they put the lyrics, but it's like it's written like an old timey font on old timey looking paper. 
background? Absolutely not. No, nope. you guys not been listening to a lot. Of, not, not been listening to a lot of Bardcore on uh, YouTube. Not any of it, really. Yeah, I should. It's it is the what it. That's how I psyched myself up for the Renaissance Festival. We the last time we went, my wife and I listened to Bardcore music all the way there. I don't know how I feel about. So that. like it's like you, you have like Master of Puppets done with like lutes dun, dun, and dun. shit. <laughs> it's just one of those weird things that exist that I just enjoy sometimes for its weirdness. Chris is a weird thing that exists much like, that I enjoy sometimes. I say much, much like you guys is what I was going to finish that with. I enjoy him just enough. Hmm. But it's never enough. Do you it's like being Robert enjoyed, Smith, Chris? Tell you it's I like the fact that whatever weird audio thing is happening is causing us to talk over each other way more than usual. Oh, God, it's so bad. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, listeners, I don't know what's happening, but the guys are coming to me, and they sound, like, weirdly sped up with big gaps in between when they start talking. And, yeah, I can't time anything anymore. So I'm sorry, listeners, but at least you get to hear them sound normal. I like to talk over top of people sometimes, too, so that helps. Yeah, that is true. But Chris, see, just like this, after they show us scenes of the outdoors and weird old timey pictures, what happens yeah. in this movie film? Yeah, where our protagonist, one of them, uh, I, guess. I think you mean Paige. Sure. Yeah, she plays Paige in uh, Fighting with My Family, the uh, the dramatized version of the documentary. Oh yeah, I've never seen that. I'll put I'll put that on the list at some point because I think that's a fun movie. And seeing Florence Pugh as a professional wrestler is just wild. Her uh, her sister with sends a, her an instant with... message regarding mm-hmm. uh, nebulous bad things. Yeah, everything's black. Mom and dad are here too. And I'm, yeah, yeah, everything's black and mom and dad are coming with me. <laughs> or some, oh, uh, yeah, content warning, listeners, suicide. Ominously yours, <laughs> your sister. Yeah, yep. content warning for, like, all the things. Yeah. Like, if you've ever had your brain smashed in, you probably shouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> I mean, if... The only way to enjoy this podcast, though, is I've had your brain smashed in, I believe. No hurt. Well, maybe for a second. Yeah. Or maybe almost killed yourself via hypothermia and a shower. What about if you were hit by several cars? (laughs) Oh, it's three. Quit fucking milking it. Three is several. Yeah, Chris had flashbacks last episode of Horseland and we watched Constantine and some kid got plowed into by a car. I got something for you to milk. <laughs> oh. Why would you say that out loud? <laughs> because of my intrusive Why is your hands down? Huh? Yeah, well, we'll get to milking things while trying not to poop later. We've never hand checked during the podcast. That's upsetting. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this seems like a short bus joke. Why are we doing it now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, yeah, so uh, 
Paige, Yelena Page gets a uh, an ominous email from her sister. She calls her boyfriend, who apparently just smoked a bunch of weed with one of his friends, and has ordered a pizza. And he's kind of a dick. He, uh, yeah, he's not the most most supportive dude. He's like, yeah, you know, like you can't let her keep getting under your skin. She's like, yeah, but she's bipolar. Like she has like legitimate like psychological issue. And he's like, yeah, but you can't let her manipulate you so much. Like you, cause she'll just keep doing it because she knows she can. And you got to cut, cut it out. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Do you mind if I come over later? And he's like, yeah, I guess but I was going to go out to, this, you know, that's fine. Mark's and name is eyebrows. Mark's name is eyebrows. We have eyebrows, cheaty Timu Pratt, who is the boyfriend. And then there is uh, the Swedish guy, the Swede. The Swede. I would have also accepted Swedish <laughs> chef. Damn Swede. Borgy, borgy, borgy. Damn Swedes. Scoopty derp de burp burp burp. Me. Um, but yeah, it turns out that uh, something horrible happened at her uh, parents' house with her sister. Yeah, and credit where credit's due. When horrible things happen in this movie, they're infinitely more horrible than you're thinking they're going to be. Oh, they just got yeah, fumigated. Sister, it's not that bad. Yeah, because Sister decided to turn on both the cars in the garage after taping hoses to their exhaust pipes, runs one hose from one car into the parents' bedroom, and then fucking duct tapes the other hose to her mouth in her bedroom. But... Even then, you can still see, like, vomit stains on her shirt. Yeah. I don't know if she vomited and then decided to tape it on to make sure she got the full dose. Like, fuck. Like, that lady was determined. Another sad loss from a TikTok challenge. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like, and it was, like, it was, uh, it was Yelena Page's, uh, Worst day ever, just showing on screen right there, because worst uh, day ever so far. Wow. And um, then she, and she has a very a sad cry, very very sad loud cry in her boyfriend's lap. Um, that is the noise my wife made when she found out her father passed away, and it is the noise that I made when I had to have my 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 dog put to sleep. So. She did a fantastic job sounding like someone who was grieving horribly. <laughs> yeah, super unpleasant to hear. 10 out of 10. <laughs> and the boyfriend was petting on the back. Thank there, you. there. Everything will be okay. Thank yeah, thank you, Miss Pugh, for making me feel horrible. <laughs> yeah. And this is all before we even get the goddamn title card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is all early on. It was more blood-curdling than the... It's just taking us forever uh, to get there. The crying on Hereditary. Yeah, and Tony Collette did a fantastic job he in did, that but one. But... This was, this was Yeah, this one wild. got... This got me more, yeah. Ari Aster apparently likes to make women sound terrible while they're grieving. He's probably a reasonable person underneath. <laughs> I don't know. I saw an interview. They did it when I watched uh, Hereditary at Alamo. They did like a little, like they showed like an interview with him ahead of time. And I'm pretty sure he's a little bit of a douche, but he he makes movies that are interesting at least. Yeah, he sure does make some wild movies. Yeah, 
I haven't seen Bo's Afraid, but that's because I have a job. I don't just have, you know, a couple of days that I can take off to watch Bo's Afraid. Is it? How long is it? It's like, it's over three. Okay, I've not even tried to watch it, so I don't know. I want to, because it looks like it's fucking crazy, but... It's, it's on my list. It's too damn long. I like me some Remy Malik. Well, we can watch it next week if you want, so Horse Lanta doesn't have to watch it. <laughs> That's your funeral, but I'm not. I won't be here. Oh, I'll never tell. <laughs> we'll watch something. I got nothing but. My wife's out of town for like three weeks. I got nothing but time, folks. Nothing but time. So anyway, back to the film. Mm. Yes. So it turns out the boys' club had planned to go to Sweden. For a vacation, but they weren't going to tell. Yeah, uh, if she finds out at a party. Yeah, they're at a party. Like, looks like a super fun party. And by super fun party, he means not super fun party. That was sarcasm. Wait, you were being sarcastic? No. Oh, wait. (laughs) It was the first time in his life he was sarcastic. Who taught you this? I've never done it before. Did it? How did it play? I'm watching you. Do you know sarcasm is? No. no. <laughs> and these are all supposed to be college uh, kids, but, yeah. but I think the youngest one is probably like 28. Yeah, yeah, youngest one's probably 30. <laughs> but yeah, so we have Chi. They're all really bad at uh, is, school, that's why. We have yeah, so this is where we're introduced to officially introduced to Chidi, Eyebrows, and the Swede. Um, and then after the party, uh, Yelena Page is kind of like, uh, were you going to tell me that you were going to go to Sweden for like three months over the summer? And he's like, oh, yeah, I talked about it. And like, she's like, yeah, but I didn't think you'd said I'm definitely going. <laughs> So it's maybe a little too early, uh, given the fact that her, you know, the way her family just died, but he was totally gaslighting her. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but then we find out that he apparently couldn't talk her out of coming with him. And so he's like, guys, she's not They're Like all the dudes are sitting around in the house in like someone's living room. And he's like, guys, she's going to show up. She's gonna say she's coming. She's not coming. Just she's not coming. She's not coming. Just you know, act like you're happy that she's coming, but she's not coming. And then she shows up, hey. and, he's, and they're all happy that she's. They're all happy she's showing up. Um, the Swede talks to her, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't get a chance to tell you, but I'm really sorry about your family." And goddamn, does Florence Pugh's face just like go from being like like a mask that says I'm okay to being like, what the fuck? Why are you asking? Oh my God. All of my feelings. Fuck. <laughs> like pretty good. That was an, am- it was an amazing piece of facial acting from her. Yeah. And then we cut to her in an airplane bathroom because, and crying because, Hey guys, she's coming with you. <laughs> yeah. It was the whole, like, uh, she wasn't supposed to say yes. And, you know, it's like when you go to a wedding from a person you haven't seen in like 10 years and you see people 
And you're like, yeah, dude, we'll totally reconnect and definitely hang out with one another. And this isn't just the social dance do. we do. Yeah, or like, you know, like you find out that say like there's like a, a total solar eclipse is going to happen at one of your friend's houses. And you're like, hey, we should all get together for uh, for that and hang out in person for once. And it'll be great. Oh, wait, no, that's actually happening. Yeah, that is. I hope so. No, it is. Um, I I have I have permission. We've been looking at Airbnbs in the area um, and hotels. So yeah. So whatever the week of the eclipse was it April fourth or eighth or something something. April. Yeah, um, I will be in the the uh, Chris Horselanta area. Um, other listeners are welcome to come if you if you can swing it. We will uh, we will have a little get together. And record an episode, all of us together in one place, which would be fucking wild. And uh, yeah, it'd be fun. I but anyway, adjust um, my join... squalor. And, and the fact that we this is that this is happening is the reverse of what happens in a horror movie. Uh, means that it's not. It's going to be perfectly fine, folks. No horror involved. No, just the horror of social interaction. I'm yep. scared of people. <laughs> It's like Chris's worst nightmare. Yeah, speak for yourself, assholes. This is terrifying. I was surprised I got I I had lured Chris to my place, but he survived. He escaped with all of his body parts. I did, and some he didn't show up with. <laughs> yeah, extras. I I did leave randomly early in the morning, but that wasn't because of Troy. <laughs> No, that was just because your work was burning to the ground. Yeah, that's because everything was on fire. He left some fingernail clippings <laughs> we'll under your the... pillow when he was out of there. Yeah, <laughs> there was just one stray hair left, and that was it. It's the I custom of my people. <laughs> he placed one, one stray hair on Troy's so tongue, anyway... and then he left. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I said I made a doll out of it. You felt any weird pains lately, Chris? Um, <laughs> just the normal ones. Okay, good. Mm. Uh, yeah, so they arrive in Sweden. Yeah, and they're all going to head to meet the Swedes people. He hails from a small village, a commune, which is not uncommon in Sweden. I know. I actually know a lady who grew up in a commune on, in Sweden. Uh, she is not weird in any way and has not attempted to sacrifice anybody that I am aware of. And she was never pushed off a cliff? No, but she hates like people trying to get consensus on everything. She just would rather be like, no, look, this is the way it is. This is what we're doing. Let's go. Like she doesn't want she she like an like I don't think she would fit on a commune normally anymore. But <sighs> she's uh she's a little firecracker. She's great. I say little firecracker. She's like five. She's like five foot, five foot two, maybe. Um. So anyway, they they're in Sweden. They drive, and there's a very disorienting, like, shot that flips upside down and rotates around, and like when they hit the they hit the basically when they hit the the. the property line for the commune. Yeah. Things, things get a little disorienting uh, visually. Everything gets all topsy-turvy and wavy. 
Yeah. Or as Charlie on Horror Show Hot Dog would say, it was very much like a Josh cut. On drugs? Mm hmm. No, because jo Josh, Josh loves weird shots like that. Ah, classic Josh. Yep, I classic assume. Josh. And like uh, most people would want to do when they're in a foreign country surrounded by strangers, first thing they do hallucinogens? is eat a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> Why well, I don't because like no because uh, Elena Page is like uh, no I'm I need to like get a little more right in the head before I start doing psychedelics. And her boyfriend's like, are you sure? Like I mean I can I cannot do some too just because like I don't want you to be like the lone person out not doing mushrooms. Uh, and she's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. So, like, they tell the group they're not going to do them yet. And eyebrows, the asshole, is like, well, but if we don't do them all at once, we all not might be on the same trip, man. Because yeah. that's important in any way. Oh, it's totally important. You can't have people all in the same place tripping on different schedules, man. That's a mess. <laughs> well, I've heard. I've heard. And so, fine. <laughs> so uh but finally uh uh Yelena page is like you know what it's just gonna cause all kinds of problems if i don't do this so she so she does the the thing that like women are expected to do in our society which is capitulate to what the men want to do in order to keep like social cohesion and group you know group happiness and so she decides to do the mushroom she she does a a, a tea version of the mushrooms while her her boyfriend Timu Pratt just does. Chris Pratt just does. Uh, just eats a mushroom. He raw dogs him. Yeah, just, just butt chugs him. Raw dog. Yeah, and then they're all tripping on shrooms. Uh, it goes. And bad. Mark is the worst. <laughs> Mark is the fucking worst. He's like, guys, guys, what time is it? And like, it's like nine o'clock. Like, why is but, the sky so but blue? How can it be nine o'clock? It's like. Because we're above the Arctic Circle near the fucking summer solstice, jackass. Like, it's going to be dark. It's going to be bright really late into the day. It's like, But the sky is blue. It's 9 o'clock. None of this makes sense. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. He said he had to lay down when he was already laying down. But he's like, everybody else lay down. Because he couldn't be the only one who laid down. He was like the worst fucking passenger on a trip. Yeah. Well observed. Yeah. Eyebrows is the worst, just FYI. Yeah, he sucks. But then Florence, I'm sorry, uh, Yelena Page sees like, she like puts her hand on the ground and sees like flowers growing up through like the palm of her hand and out the top of her hand. And it gets a little weirded out and decides to just go for a walk because, yeah, you know, she's. she's take a hike. She's tripping balls and dealing with a lot of grief, so she just needs to go for a walk. Her grief has too much balls. And she uh, sees people laughing and cohorting, but she thinks she's laughing at them, also well observed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they feel like laughing at her because, you know, paranoia is a thing. Never happened to me. Why? I've never once been on a head full of hallucinogens and totally panicked for no reason. Nah. <laughs> I've, I've definitely never seen a dog smile at me after having had a mushroom or two. I went to the mall and was convinced that the mall was out to get me, so I had to go sit in the car. <laughs> the car can't get I, you. I, I, tried, 
I tried watching the prophecy, but then when the the image got bigger than the screen of the TV and there's like angels being murdered, murderly murdered and stuff, I decided that was not the best idea and turned it off. Or was it? <laughs> or did they? No, it was it was not the best idea. But yeah, um so then she goes into the outhouse and lights a candle and there's a weird face in the mirror that disappears quickly into the darkness and she decides that she's had enough of the outhouse and runs off into the woods. Yeah. And then wakes up several hours later in the field, six or so. Yep. But it is of the, she's like is it tomorrow? And her boyfriend Timu Chris Pratt is like, "Yes, it is if you look at it from the perspective of yesterday." Like, fair point, I guess. But, yep. that, but that also means it's her birthday, which is the point she was actually trying to make without actually saying it. Yeah. So, so cryptic. Off they go to Commune. Yeah. And uh, uh, Eyebrows is very worried about ticks. Yeah. Lyme disease is no joke. Yeah, I was worried about uh, that lady getting ticks because she slept in the field for six hours. Yeah, so Lyme disease, disease is no joke. Okay, yeah, great, folks. I can't talk anymore. Uh, but there's also, like, fucking things now, like Lone Star ticks that will fucking, like, make you allergic to red meat. And, Sick. like, shit like that. Like, like that... I, I can't imagine being allergic to red meat. That just scares me. That's my second favorite meat, meat color. Yeah. Uh, I think it's my first favorite meat. Some kind of a gray food. I only eat gray <laughs> foods. Chris's first. What, what is your first favorite meat, Chris? Gray. It's long pork. Dolphin. <laughs> long pork. There we go. Everybody's um, favorite. Yeah. So yeah, ticks carry a whole bunch of weird fucking shit these days. So well, let's all have tick sandwiches. You know what I mean? I mean, tick sandwiches are fine. Just don't let them attach yourselves to themselves to the inside of your mouth. Wish you would have told me that before. Yeah, I know. But at least you can flick them with your tongue while they're hanging there, attached to the top of your mouth. You can make a game out of it. Yeah, flick the tick. <laughs> as they slowly swell up, as they absorb more, as they. Uh, store more and more of your blood inside you just of them. You wind up with a black eye cells. by the end of it. <laughs> uh, someone right now is just like, oh my god, why am I listening to this episode? <laughs> why are we making it? Dick sandwiches. Dick sandwiches. I guess, it's, is that better or worse than dick sandwiches? Depends on what you're into, I guess. Christy, what do you like better, ticks or dicks? Mmm... Me and Troy don't have to answer these kind of questions. Mm, I suppose dicks, probably. <laughs> okay. So Chris prefers dick sandwiches. Ticks on dicks on ticks on dicks. Ticks on dicks on dicks on ticks. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure at least dicks don't make me not want to eat steak, so... <laughs> make you allergic to steak. That's the worst part. Yeah, so that seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. But anyway, they're at the commune. I, the, I don't know. I think they said it earlier, but half of these assholes are like anthropology majors. Yeah. Uh, 
eyebrow. Well, actually, no, I'm not sure what eyebrows is. He just seems to just be tag along, hoping to find some chicks to have sex with. Yeah, I think is is the way he would describe it. Um, and, but then Chidi and Timu Chris Pratt are both anthropologists. The Swede. Uh, there is, is a there. British. There's a British couple that also was brought along here by another Swedish person. Yeah, Simon and Connie. Con Junior. <laughs> exactly. From Laos, stupid. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I knew a guy named uh, one of our assistant scoutmasters name was his name was Connie and apparently he got made fun of a lot at work because he worked like in a blue collar a blue collar trade you'll have that yeah you wouldn't know anything about that would you Chrissy nope (laughs) well I mean with with a regal name like Christabel who would make fun of it it's true he prefers Chrissy. I certainly don't. <laughs> Go ahead, Chrissy. <laughs> and so, oh boy, things just get all, all weird real quick. Is it dinner time? Yep. Hmm. So we have the world's most poorly designed table. What? It is several. in the shape of a rune. You. You did notice that, right? Like, it's in the shape of, like, that, that rune that looks like a fucking ribbon. All I know is the people that have to eat where all those lines intersect have to eat so close to each other. And just elbow to elbow. No, it's like chin to chin. They, they it's like asshole to elbow. They gotta eat everything Lady in the Tramp style. It's rough. <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, eyebrows have been all for it because eyebrows just trying to stick things and women wherever he could. So then those old people show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because everyone's just standing there and they're like, uh, when do we sit? It's like, oh, when it's time to sit. Obviously. Or when, we feel, when, when the, the time is right and they just keep standing and then the old people walk all the way across this fucking field. You can, and you they, they to watch they, them walk for three they, hours. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we're almost so there. And some some kid gets up and rings a bell just to remind everyone that these people are actually showing up. Apparently, yeah. The then they shout each other's uh, faces. And then, so once those people decide to like show up at the table and sit down, everyone sits down, and they all kind of stare at each other for a while. And then the old couple picks up their knife and fork, and then everyone else picks up a knife and fork when the person next to them picks up their knife and fork. So it's like knife and fork, like dominoes going down the table. You forgot the part where they go. Yeah, they have to breathe at each other. That's what Chris and I do all the time. We're always breathing at each other. Always. There's like a weird pant, like a weird, like ritualistic panting breath thing that is very common in this movie. Yeah, it's common in this house too when I come over. Chris and I can have entire conversations just by breathing right in each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, Chris is like, stop! And, and Horse is like, no! <laughs> yep, yeah. And that's the conversation our breath conveys. Breath, body language, general demeanor towards one another over decades. <laughs> Balled up fists. Yeah. <clears throat> Crying. So many tears. Pooping. So many poops. Pooping in your own cry. 
Yeah. So many of both of those. Uh, <gasps> crying, crying, poop. crying on your own poop. Less just gross, Troy. Mm, it happens. I know a guy who threw up on his own poop because he was hungover, and he went to the bathroom, and then the smell of his own poop made him vomit onto his own poop. And that man, this was like a fort. That was like a forty-five-year-old dude. No, that was rock and roll. That was a guy I like to call Rock and Roll Joe. So, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing very rock and roll about Chris, so I guess he's safe on this one. <laughs> yeah. Chris is all punk rock. True. Nope. He listens to uh-huh. modern pop music. He's all about that Olivia Rodrigo and that Ice Spice. Yes, so. What's that? All I listen to is hyper pop. <laughs> a little bit of Taylor Swift in there. We need to, like, you know, bring things back down to normal. Yeah, Chris, so you can shake it off. Yeah, she's a witch or something, I hear. That's cool. I'm into it. Well, no, no. No, no, no. Isn't the, she banging the, some rugby the player? Current, the current right-wing conspiracy theory is that Taylor Swift is, is running PSYOPs for the government, or for, like, the CIA... By convincing people to vote, because that means that Joe Biden will win. So she is a government agent, apparently, who is dating a football player in order to get people to vote. That all because tracks. apparently when people vote... But the best part is, is the right-wing conspiracists assume that if people vote, they're going to vote for Joe Biden. And that... <laughs> Like, they don't even assume that people voting are going to vote for Trump or whoever else the Republican candidate is going to be. But they're just like, oh, no, they'll vote for Biden. Like, that's terrible. We can't have people vote. <laughs> like, yeah, it's called fascism, you dumbasses. <sighs> what a stupid dummy. Like, we can't, we can't have a democratically elected president. That would be terrible. <laughs> True that. I blame uh, the Dominion voting machines. Yeah, just, and Taylor Swift. Don't forget my, Taylor Swift. You Taylor gotta Swift blame Taylor Swift. Pillow guy. Yeah. So anyway, where were we? Jewish space lasers? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, Jewish gay space lasers. I'm not eating out of no peach tree dish. <laughs> but but horse anti, I really love your peaches and want to shake your tree. Please don't. Wow. <laughs> yes, how sultry. Watch out for, watch out for Steve Miller, or Santa. Watch out for Steve Miller. Anyway, you're a joker. Yes, yes, quite toker, etc. Midnight joker. So uh, back in Sweden. Huh? Um. I mean, we're showing various things like where the young people sleep, and by young people, we mean people under the age of 36. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like the Amish between and, 18 and 36 that go out and on their walkabout or whatever. Yeah, they're the Rumspringer. Yeah. And, what, uh, Timu Pratt and the other one. Or trying Chidi? to 
Yeah, they're trying to get their anthropology theses on. Yeah. You guys have seen A Good Place, right? Or The Good Place? I've seen some of it. I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, you should both watch a lot of The Good Place. Uh, probably not, but I'll tell you I will. It's got Ted Danson <laughs> in it. Tiny Danson? Ted Danson, Kristen Bell, uh, the guy that plays Joshua in this movie. is He's a he's a philosophy professor, which I was like, this is not this is not very far stretched from that, really. I'm pretty sure anthropology professors and philosophy professors have the knife fight if they meet each other in the streets. Yeah, it's like Iowans and Minnesotans. Yeah. The referee is a statistician. <laughs> yeah, of course. Then he takes a ref bump and then things get wild. Just a bump. Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> and it seems so then what happens? Every three minutes when you're in Sweden at this place, you have to like eat hallucinogens. That's what I've learned. <laughs> yeah. Like they're always feeding them, and I'm pretty sure everything they're feeding them is a psychedelic of some kind. Everything is drugs there. Yeah, everybody's yeah. eyes are fucking super dilated the whole time in this movie. Like it's wild. Oh I yeah, I don't know how they managed that. Uh, by I mean CGI full of drugs. But... I like to think, yeah, it was all like uh, practical effects, and by that I mean they were tripping balls the entire. By time. that you mean they were slipping <laughs> stuff no, into their drinks. They just gave no. They just gave everyone those eye drops that they <clears> give <throat> you at the. Uh... At the eye doctor to dilate your eyes. And then they CG out the weird plastic glasses they make you leave with. I <laughs> just wear sunglasses when I leave. Not me, I'm poor. I use the uh, the roll-up paper ones. I'm not. Okay. Well, I, okay. I have some. Oh, you know, next time, next time I should bring my eclipse glasses in. The ones that, like, block out all light except for when you're staring directly at the sun. In fairness, when I had and that, in that job, case, it was like 22 years ago, so. Oh, okay. I go every year because I have shitty eyes. Yeah, it's good you can't wait to stare at the sun. Chris thinks you have beautiful eyes. Yeah. They're all right. Oh, no, no, I have glasses for, I have, I have glasses from NASA for staring at the sun. I don't know. You two ain't got nothing on me. Nope. nope. I won't let him get Darren tell me what to look at. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see what other things happen. Um, we find out that Chidi and Timu, Chris Pratt, are trying to basically do the same thesis on this place. They're asking permission to do to write thesis papers on this place. Because they're like, this place is wild. Yeah. And From an anthropology, uh, anthrop anthropological, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, yeah. Point of view. Yeah. And at some point, they're going to bed. And the next day is some, like, uh, ritual or something. Yeah. And, um... And so one girl was kind of like kindergarten or like playground flirting with Timu Chris Pratt by kicking him in the side of the hip as they were dancing by. 
And um, there was another girl who was kind of making eyes at eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, no one was interested in the black dude, which I thought was like, <laughs> felt a little racist. Yeah. A little. So they all head out to ritual site in the morning. Mm-hmm. But not, but not eyebrows because eyebrows apparently had something. He had to. He was tired. He wanted to go take a nap because he was all tired out from tuckered out from the hallucinogenics. Yeah. And they watch a very uh, not weird ritual. No, everyone stands to, uh, you know, on the the floor of a um, canyon or valley or whatever the fuck you want to call it. The canyon valley. And the two, the vegan valley. Okay. It's just full of vegans. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's what I heard you say. I don't remember. Uh, and then um, canyon valley. <laughs> canyon valley. Yes. And then uh, the two old people who walked all the way across that field for 17 hours the day before um, are up there and they're like getting their palms cut and smearing blood on rune-inscribed steles. And then the old lady walks to the edge of the, the cliff and then jumps off and lands like face first on this rock underneath of her. And like bounces off of it graphically <laughs> and her face is all just like hammered in um by the rock and everyone else is kind of just like oh like yeah that's the way it should go and everyone else who's from outside is like what the ever living fuck <laughs> yeah the cultural difference there yeah Simon and Connie, the two the British couple, are like the what, like what the f what? No, we're out. I'm fucking out. We're going home. Like this is what? (laughs) No, I am not okay with this. I am not going to be here anymore. And uh, yeah, and uh, but that lady comes and says it's fine because they died, and that's what we do. Yeah. Well, and Chidi is just there, like, scribbling furiously in his notebook. Like, man, this fucking person just, like, just jumped off a fucking cliff and took a header into a rock, and everyone was okay with it. Great. Okay. Anthropology. Anthropology. Um, uh, Yelena Page is kind of looking at it like, huh. Well, I'll be damned. Look huh. at that. And then Christian, see that every day. who is Timu, Timu Chris Pratt's kind of like, uh, I don't even know what to think, because I have almost no brain cells. Yeah. And then the old guy walks to the edge and jumps off feet first and misses the rock completely and is laying there gasping in pain because he has like shattered every bone from his big toe up to his hip. He died wrong. They're all like in 17,000 pieces each. And then the hammer crew comes over and they take a big wooden mallet. And just fucking bat each one of them bashes his head in once to make sure he's dead. When and that scene started, and I, I told and Chris I, not to worry about the mallet. <laughs> yeah, how did you feel about that one, Chris? You had not seen this before I had. What did you see when you when you first saw the person holding the big wooden mallet? What did you think? He gonna smash somebody with that thing. 
<laughs> Did it turn out the way you expected it to? I mean, feel like it was excessive. Probably didn't need to have all four of them take a swat, but... Yeah, well, it was the ritual of the yeah, matter. Yeah, custom. I did like when the crowd booed him for doing a poor job at throwing himself off the cliff. Yeah, he threw himself off the cliff <laughs> wrong and they got upset. Uh, yeah, 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 folks. Uh, if since this is the second movie in a row we've had featuring people throwing themselves off of high places, if you're gonna do it, and I don't want you to do it, I would like you here with us. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, do it head first. Because at least you like you're just gonna be done. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go, then just just go. Don't do it foot first, feet first, because you could just break everything up until your shoulders, and you're still alive. Yeah, that's it's gonna really good. suck. It's gonna really hurt. It's gonna be hard to recover from, and they'll they will make sure you recover. So, do it right the first time. I guess is what I'm saying. Not that I want you to do it, but do it right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So now that I've sent very mixed signals to all of our listeners. I just want to <laughs> make sure that I point out that uh, Troy's opinions are not necessarily the opinions of Slaughterhouse <laughs> Princess. I I love my listeners. I want you all to stay here and listen to me, to our podcast. I don't yeah. want you throwing yourselves off of high Please places. Please consult your physician. But if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. Get to the I chopper? Mean, it's all I got to say. Yeah, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper! Does your phone say that anymore if you shake it, Horse Lanta? Nope. Nope. It just says, why are you shaking me? <laughs> it just says, I'm not a baby. <laughs> that was the joke you made at the end of the podcast, Chris. was like, yeah, if you shake, shake Horse Lanta's phone, it says weird thing. Here, it makes weird noises. And you were like, just like a baby. <laughs> huh. Yeah. But this... <laughs> So yeah, go back to listen to our older episodes, where, or folks. You'll get some extra enjoyment out of it sometime. Yeah, you can hear how broken I am on the inside occasionally. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah, so eventually, uh, Yelena Page is kind of like I. I need to like not just be with all these people right now because I just saw some old people like jump off of a cliff and then one of them get their heads smashed in by a mallet because what the fuck um but at the ritual after like the first person dies and the British couple tries to leave this lady is like no 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 like basically she's like this is just them choosing to go out on their own terms before they're decrepit you know they have an ancient decrepit form that needs to be transformed into mumra um but they, uh, you know, but they get to like go on their own side, you know, before they're all nasty and you know can't move and they're shitting themselves. They don't remember anything. Like they're just they decided to go out on top. So don't be sad for them. Yeah, it's great. They, they choose when to go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I guess that's all right with you me, know, man. If you don't, yeah, go out before you like your life sucks. Yeah, go out on top. Yeah. I just hope that my mind goes before my body. So that way I can poop at the breakfast yeah. table and stuff, you know what I mean? I like yeah, how you too. like to assume that your brain hasn't gone already over Santa. Hmm. Yeah. 
What? What? Exactly. So uh, they uh, regroup. The the British um, couple decides they're leaving first thing. Yep, they're like, yeah, we're out. We're we are not staying here. Where people just fucking throw themselves off of cliffs, and then people make sure they died when they did it. Yeah, uh, Mark at some point takes time out of his busy schedule of trying to get laid to piss on the ancestral tree. Yeah, uh, doesn't go well <laughs> for him. Which, yeah, I can't believe he just like, well, okay, there's all, I, there's this wide open space with a with like a fallen tree, and there's a whole forest, and he just decides to pee on the fallen tree instead of walking like a fucking like hundred yards further away to get into the forest and pee where he's just not out in the open. Yeah. 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 But instead he's pissing, he's pissing on all of the ancestors ashes. Yeah. Which for some reason upsets everybody or at least one guy, a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. You got pretty fired up. There. And, um, yep. Um, at some point, uh, Yelena Page helps bake some pies, some meat pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one special one is set aside. It was a meat and hair uh, pie. It was it was baked by the lady who kicked uh, Timu Chris Pratt. Right. Um, also, there's a bear. There's a bear in a cage in the commune for some fucking reason. It's probably fine. Uh, we, yeah, and we're also showing a tapestry at one point that shows that if you clip your pubic hairs and put them into food and and then take your menstrual blood and put that into a drink and get your your target to eat and drink that they they will fall in love with you yeah do hypnotize them but they'll be buried that's how it happens yeah is that how you did it horse lanta you used your pubes and menstrual blood to capture your, to get your wife to marry you yep it's the american way <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that was a that was an interesting uh, thing. Uh, what else possibly happens? Well, you see, the thing about recounting this film really wild is that it's a whole and, lot of build up, but not a lot of stuff actually happening. Yeah. It's it's a lot of like it's like the it's like fucking session nine though where like they just we're cleaning this fucking insane asylum we stumble across some tapes listen to tapes but the most of the time we're just cleaning stuff yeah they're just hanging until out until she gets wild at the end until she gets wild at the end which is how this movie works um, yeah but, but there also peppering uh, when it does get when there when there is the wild peppering in this movie it's fucking wild yeah yeah it gets super wild. Um... So, female British character, Connie, uh, is looking for Simon, her boyfriend, and they're all like, oh, no, no, he took a truck into the, the train station uh, a little bit ago, they, so, he, so they, they drove him there, they're going to drive back, and then they'll come pick you up. And she's like, well, why didn't he tell me he was going? Like, well, because, you know, the train was going to be leaving in, like, X number of minutes, and it takes Y number of minutes to get there, so we didn't really have time if you're both going to make the train, it didn't, wasn't really time for him to find you and talk to you. So he just had to leave. And then come, well, we'd, you know, the driver would come back, pick you up, and take you there too. 
And then you can be on your way. It'll be everything will be fine. This is a total bullshit Question. at all. Does Simon make drawings? Uh no. He makes little flowers. Oh. It's an old SNL Spoiler. joke. Fell flat. I understand. Oh, well, then it Which is a, fell flat. It's an SNL joke based on a cartoon from when I was a kid. Um It is? I don't remember what fucking show it was on. Yeah. I don't remember what show it was on, but it was on like Electric Company or like uh something like that. Like it was there was like a the little kid named Simon who did drawings, but like they had Mike Myers make fun of it on Saturday Night Live. With the chocolate bars. Well no, that was the hyper hypo. No, that was hyperactive hypoglycemic. No, that was a different character. Mm, I don't know. Because one time, he uh, his mother had him tow the car home by giving him a chocolate bar because he's a hyperactive hypoglycemic. Yeah, and there was a, that one was not where he Simon. The swing set out the ground too, and that was Simon. Yeah, that was not Simon. I I will die on this hill, horse. Lines. Hey, we have <laughs> a guy for these things, characters. you know. Yeah, why don't you ask ask Christian? Horse Lanta, no, you I have s- the you have the power, but it's so much typing. Yeah, you have to say it out loud. I do. You got the power. You got the touch. You've got the power. Come on. Keep keep trucking. So, Simon is vanished. Yeah, Simon in the Land of Chalk Drawings is the name of the cartoon that that is based on. There you go. They're back in Sweden. It was it was on Captain Kangaroo. That's why I know it. Would you, you guys ever watch Captain Kangaroo as kids? And watching Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, did you watch? Did you watch as kids? Uh no. Okay. No. So yeah. So that Simon cartoon was on Captain Kangaroo, and that's what Mike Myers was making fun of in that. Weird. Yeah. So, what's going on? Sweden. Simon is gone. Bond Jr. Uh, yeah. is upset. Uh, Paige, what's her head? Goes and tries to interrupt her boyfriend, Timu Pratt. Yeah, because she's, like, yeah, she's like, oh, hey, there's uh, this stuff going on. And he's like, "That's great. Uh, what about incest in this in this culture? Is that a thing?" A little. They try to respect the incest taboo, but their cousins are just so attractive. Yeah, I mean, have you seen that cousin? Attractive. If I was related, so boy, howdy. Right now. But they uh. They move on. That evening, uh, the other guy, what's his head? Cheaty? Cheaty, there we go. Oh, yeah, so early on, so Cheaty had been shown, like, some holy books in uh, one of the buildings, and he was like, hey, can I take a picture of this? And they're like, uh, no, it's a holy book. 
He's like, well, how do you make these? Like, how, who who made these white books? He's like, well, like it's an ongoing thing. Like, there's all these blank pages here because we're going to fill them because the holy book is a living document ah. and not just like handed down from God on high. And so we have the inbred oracle kid that we had that we made sure was created to make weird paintings that we could then interpret and to make into holy sayings for these books. And she's like, that's great. Can I get a picture still? And the guy's like, no, dude, no, just stop. He's like, okay, that's fine. And then he gets up in the middle of the night and goes there and starts taking pictures of the holy book. Yeah. But that doesn't go well. Because as he's taking and the then, pictures... <sighs> Yeah, I see you. Somebody <laughs> who I'm pretty sure it was someone wearing Mark's skin or eyebrows skin. That is what the trivia tells me is that it was Ulf wearing um eyebrows' skin who takes out Cheaty. Yeah, it was definitely somebody wearing a skin like a mask. Yeah. And Someone had Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Huh. Huh. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you have no idea how difficult it is. I don't know, Chris. Why don't you listen back to the audio and find out if you said it out loud or not? Yeah, Chris. No, I know what I said. Shithead. Suck. <laughs> Her name was Russell. Huh. Name was we have Russell. audiographic proof. I have to admit. It was much more of a turn on when I figured out she was huh. doing me to buy baby formula. That wasn't right, but I was close. The spirit was yep. there. Pretty close. And some some yeah, of so, the spirit is strong and the flesh is weak. So anyway, he gets got. Uh clearly Mark has got got on account of the skin mask. Yeah. Yeah, he was like lured off during some meal by a lady and then just never seen again. Yeah. Huh. So then we're the the next day. There is a announcement in the morning that somebody stole one of the holy texts and it's totally cool. We're not going to like do anything weird or like violent or whatever. Let's just put it back. Nobody's watching. I know that, like, slowly but surely, everybody who's not from here has been removed. Except for two of you. Yeah. But that's not, that's not the point. Yeah, no one's going to be watching the building. Just just put it back. That's all we ask is that you just put it back and no harm, no foul. Yeah, we're certainly not seconds later going to take both of you who are left, who are not from here... And remove you from the group and uh, do weird cult shit. That's not going to happen for sure. Certainly not. Oh but wait, no, I'm happens. sorry. I I Anything I read my notes that. wrong. That is uh, exactly what oh, happens. It is it's, weird cult. It's shit. actually yeah. It's a lot of weird cult shit from here on out. Yeah. So, so uh, Timu Pratt gets stuck into the low-fi version of the. That room from the Matrix <sighs> Revolutions or re, what, what the, the second oh, or third he's, Matrix he's talking movie? to the architect? When, 
Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what I thought of when I saw it this time. I was like, it's like the lo-fi version of the architects from the Matrix. Okay. I could see it. Because <laughs> there's like white and there's like paintings or drawing like there's like things drawn on the walls but it just and she's sitting there in the center like because she's like the like the the old may queen because like every so many years they they have a new may queen and so she's the previous one and so she's talking to timu chris pratt and she's like so how do you like this uh this maya girl like uh, we've determined through astrology that you two would be a great pairing, and she seems into you. Um, so how, would you like to bang her? And he doesn't really say anything. He don't say yes, but he don't say no. He doesn't say, I'm here with my girlfriend. I'm not going to be having sex with other women. Yeah, he's open to it. Yeah. But... I mean, in fairness, I'm pretty sure they've been mildly dosed with hallucinogens for like 72 hours. Oh, they, they've been more than microdosing this entire time. Yeah. And he's all like, cool, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, the, the, the thin redhead wants to have sex with me. I guess I will keep an open mind. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Paige, what's her name? I think you mean Yelena Page. Yeah, I do mean that. Thank you. Or, or Page Belova. I will also accept that. She is taken off to participate in the dance fight. The the dance battle, which involves hallucinogenic lemonade. Yeah, because why not? Sure. Yeah. And it's real weird. Like it's it's like a cross between maypole dancing and Swedish square dancing. And the lady who's calling things at one point says Ufta, which makes me very happy because uh, having lived just south of Minnesota, you you know that the Minnesotans say Ufta, but you don't say it yourself. And I was like, oh, so yes, they did carry that word over apparently from Sweden to Minnesota because there's a bunch of Swedish people in Minnesota or Swedish descent, people of Swedish descent in Minnesota. Why? And uh, so that made me happy. No one said open this movie, though, which kind of made me sad. Oh, I don't know if that's Swedish or not, but it's definitely like it's Ohio Midwestern. And the but like the more northern you get, the more I think it's common. True. Yeah, but yeah, so they're dancing, they're dancing, they're dancing. They're down to three people with uh, Yelena Page, uh, her friend that she is spontaneously speaking Spanish. Swedish with and some other lady and then those last two collide into each other and fall down leaving Yelena Page the winner yeah she's the May Queen yeah Ta-da. just like uh, Led Zeppelin said meanwhile somebody what has given Timu Pratt more hallucinogens and also like Viagra yeah, Viagra. No, that's that's what they blow in his face later. Uh, yeah, that was the erection. Oh, smoke. It's later. Yeah, yeah. They, they give him a vial full um, of boner smoke. <laughs> uh, get a bad case of zombie dick from that, and um, yeah. So she is carried on a platform to the head of a very very long table. 
It's very like, shiny. It is like, it's like, but like the fucking that table's like fucking like three football fields long. Yeah. And there. And uh... the whole time, Timu Chris Pratt looks like he is jerking it while trying not to suffer from diarrhea at the same time. That's the face he's making. Yeah. He's a definitely looks like a guy who's on a head full of drugs in a situation where he does not want to be on this head full of drugs any longer. Yeah, but also, like, he's kind of horny, but also feels like he's a shit himself at any second. <laughs> That's how you know you're in love. That's how you know you're on drugs. That's how you know you're in love with drugs. So they feed the May Queen a salted herring, and she goes off in the carriage. <laughs> she didn't care for that. <laughs> No, she, like, spit it out immediately. <laughs> they all thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, she had to, yeah. Eat, it. She had to eat it pelican style. Yeah. Yep. And they all laughed. and like, oh, yeah, it is awful. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> so she goes off to bless uh, the crops, and they take... Yeah, uh, which they... Bear- so they take your fucking, like, 16 handfuls of grain and pour them into one hole... Throw like a hunk of meat on top, which I'm presumably is human meat at this point. That's what I said. They crack an egg on it and throw the eggshell in there, which the <laughs> eggshell is probably the most nutrient part of that. that I bit. also assume that the and egg they was cover human. it up. Yeah, and then they do, they sing a little song and dance and yeah, and breathe each and other's mouths. obvious. So the one lady she's supposed to be like copying is like a soprano, and Florence Pugh is like a low alto. So that's kind of funny to like listen to her try to like mimic that lady because their voices are not the same, their registers are not the same. Yeah, there is octaves of difference between those two. Mm-hmm. And all this is happening, somebody has gone and grabbed a uh, Timu Pratt, and they're like, "Hey." Put on this uh, cool outfit and head to the fuck shed. Yep. <laughs> where we're going to blow a bunch of boner smoke in your face, and then you're going to go have weird yeah, he's sex. Like, he, yeah, like, here, smell this, or inhale this, it will give you vitality. Yeah, you're going to be so full of bigger. Mop face is going to open the door for you. Yep. Old yeah, because all the dudes are dressed up in these, like, they have, like, these hats that have, like, a red panel above on their forehead. And then there's just, like, these white, it's like fucking beaded curtains, white beaded curtains over their faces. Yeah. And then he goes to the and fuck so, shed. Yep. And there is Maya, uh, ready to receive him, because she wants to get pregnant by via him. Um, and then there's, like, 17 naked women like in a semicircle around her of like anywhere from like their twenties to their sixties. Yeah. Did you count or is that a guess? I did to guess. I'm okay. I did not count there was, but it really threw off our boob to dick ratio because there was a whole lot of boobs and we only get to see one dick. And that is Timu Chris Pratt's dick. Well, no, you get to see a, a skin mask dick. Yeah. Earlier. That it that counts as a half a dick. Oh yeah, I don't remember the skin. The when the skin guy was wearing dick. Mark's face, he was also wearing Mark's dick. I'm pretty sure, or at least there was oh, a I dick didn't... out. It looked like it had weird that. stitches on it. So, oh yeah, that's fair. I'm just saying, I don't remember that ratio. Still off. That's still two, two to whatever seventeen times two is a hundred. I don't know. 
Yeah, a lot more boobs to dicks in this anyway. And they're all like chanting at him while he's like going to pound town with this girl. At one point, a lady starts pushing on his butt to make him thrust harder into her. I like when that and they're like finish in his face. And I and I'm like, that's a lot of pressure to have a bunch of people staring at you while some strangers push on your ass, telling you to finish. And then they all start making fuck noises at you at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'd have a little trouble concentrating enough to be able to uh, to get over the hill. Yeah, usually uh, it thinks I'd, it came. If I walked into the a room and my wife was like, "Hey, let's get it on," and I opened the door and it's like an entire church choir is in there naked, I'd be like, "Well, well that's weird." Um, and like, and theoretically, it's like your wife's friends and family. Yeah, this is a commune, right? <laughs> okay, now my aunt is gonna push your butt while you're thrusting into me. No, thank you. Please, no, not no. This movie's mm. taking us to strange new places. Yeah, no, no good places. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, no, I I have not that yeah, no. We're not I don't think I could finish in that situation, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I've like no, I, I did already. I, I did before I got here. <laughs> I, 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 I ate before yeah. I got here. I'm not real hungry, thanks. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like like you could just fake it, right? Like like she can't like tell right <laughs> yeah just roll your eyes back up into your head and go you know make some noises look like you're dying for like two seconds and then you're good i appreciate your discretion in making cum noises <laughs> yeah i tried not to actually get that weird with being slightly weird not totally weird that's my motto <laughs> that's good on behalf of all Slaughterhouse Princess listeners, I say thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I don't... But yeah, but then she like immediately like rolls up like to like put her her lower torso up in the air so I guess the sea could flow downwards. And she's like, oh, I can feel like I'm already pregnant. I can feel the baby already. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, lady. Yeah. And as all this is happening, uh, What's her head? The other one. Paige. Words escape me. Yeah. She. She's had, wandering around. She came she, back. She actually sees. She sees this happen for part of it. Yeah. She looks through the comically large keyhole. Yep. Which doesn't seem like there needs to be a keyhole. Hey. What were yeah. they? What were I they mean, locking in the empty room? What's 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 they just, locked in it's there? The key, it's to keep the animals out, Chris. While the while the fuck room's not in use, they they lock the door to keep the animals out. Because the fuck spill makes the animals hungry. You don't want cows in the fuck room. Nope. <laughs> There's no champagne in the fuck room. Or cows. Uh, she freaks out. On account of the fucking. and then she runs. Yeah, she sees her boyfriend fucking some lady with, like, 17 naked women surrounding him. She wasn't excited about that. No, I don't... I can't imagine that my wife would have been into that. I mean, I hate to speak for her, but pretty sure I can speak confidently on that. We could always ask Christian. Seems like he's (laughs) the most qualified person to answer that question. (laughs) Ask him up, Troy, you got the power. Get on it, Horse Lanta. What am I asking uh, exactly? <laughs> I don't know what you're asking. Uh, Surprise us. Help me out here. Noah, no. 
I, nobody's helping you. you <laughs> you're digging this hole all by yourself, hey, Christian. I'll really, I'm doing shovel, this. But that's Are it. you? No, you don't have to. You're the one who's doing this. You're hey, you're making this seem Lord, like you have Lord, no agency in this situation. Wife, no. Um. But so she goes off to the the ladies' building. Yeah, I guess for lack of a better term, and then she has a, a crying, emotional scene because she just found her boyfriend fucking some other girl, but everyone else like mimics her pain, which I guess is supposed to like, like simulate like them like like they're sharing her their pain her pain with them to like minimize it like you know you spread the pain off a lot across enough people it doesn't hurt so much. Because, you know, they're a commune. Yeah. A communal society. Yeah, they're all there with her. Yeah. And they're sharing her pain and suffering, even though they were causing it as a commune. And um, then Christian finishes. Well, no, Christian finishes. Uh, runs out naked into the uh, into the the commune and starts running around. Stumbles across a garden with a person of dark skin's foot sticking up out of there with a rune carved into the fucking top bottom of the foot. It was. The I'm not guy. sure if that's supposed to be. Was that Cheaty or was that that's, uh no, Tani or was that Simon? Cheaty. Okay, because like all three of them were of uh a darker flavor than the rest. That so one was it was, uh Okay. Uh, I'm and then he goes sure... to the chicken coop. I'm pretty sure that's Simon. The, paint my chicken coop. That is, 100, that is 100 P Simon in the chicken coop who has the weird Viking angel like lungs pulled out the back to make wings thing. Yes. There's a name for that, uh, but I couldn't think uh, of it. Boy, uh, is that true, Troy? Is that correct? Let's uh, hold on. It's uh, the trivia. Blah blah. Uh, yeah, I, there's a whole. I don't know if we ever know what happens to Connie specifically. I think she's at the end. Maybe she looked. Uh, she is. We find out in the uh, the director's cut that she was drowned. Oh. Well, I watched the people version, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I have not watched the director's cut. I need to do that <laughs> at some point. Oh, Matt, what would we do without uh, you? And then we're at the uh, the final ceremony. Yeah. Oh, I suppose it is true. And we learned that this yeah. is all just part of the thing, that yeah, so there's there's some it's all about this grand sacrifice of nine people, uh four outsiders, four people from the community, and then one person chosen by the May Queen, uh, who have to be sacrificed in order to appease the dark god. Um I guess and um so we have the we have Simon Cheaty, Mark, and uh, Connie are the four outsiders. Uh, Ingmar, who brought in Connie and Simon, and some other guy who brought in unnamed, unreally shown outsiders are 
two of the the people from the community and then the two old people who threw themselves off the cliff are the other two old people are the other two people from the community the, so that's your eight the one and guy then, was the guy who brought the british couple yeah it's ingbar yeah i don't know who the other guy yeah. was he was the guy that got mad yeah, the other, mark pissed on the tree yeah i don't know but the, but he supposedly also brought in some people from outside yeah and and then so we have and then the two the two old people who threw themselves off the cliff. That's your four from the inside, and then there's one more person to be chosen by the May Queen, and that is done via lot via lottery or lotto lotto ball for for the from inside the community is for bingo. And the outsider, yeah, the outsider is uh, uh, Timu Chris Pratt. Yeah, they played murder bingo. Who is who is he's been paralyzed with a. Uh, Kurare dust or something. Yeah. They serpent in the rainbow him. Dandelions and pieces. Yeah. Uh so obviously yep. what happens next is you hollow out a bear. Yep. You take the bear that uh, that you had to cage, you kill it, you hollow it out, and then you make a turducken with uh Timu, Chris Pratt, and the bear. You have to be careful not to rupture its intestines for some reason. Well, because then you get shit everywhere. Oh. Literally you get shit everywhere if that happens. That's true. Yeah. Now, when you're field dressing a deer, you also want to make sure you don't puncture the intestines. Um, it's the, true. The weird things you learn growing up in Iowa, <laughs> in the country. Um. Yeah, and so, but so presumably, uh, our our protagonist lady, uh, Yelena Page, has decided that Timu Chris Pratt's going to be the ninth sacrifice. Yeah, and so he's put into he's put into the bear body while still paralyzed. They wheel in everyone else into the one building that is supposed to be a, like a temple that no one's allowed to go into that has a bunch of straw bales in it. Yeah, and they see everyone. Mark is uh, put has like a jester hat on his body that's like recovered in skin. Yeah, they should. Um, they build him full of straw, his skin, because they got rid of his insides. Yeah, it's all very like they they took everyone and hollowed them out and like filled them with straw and trees and branches and whatever else they decided to make them more nat- nature related. Uh and then they they park uh, Timu Chris Pratt in his bear outfit, his Tanuki uh, Chris Pratt in there, uh, and deposit him and they light everything on fire and walk out and everyone. And then once one of the live sacrifices from the inside the group, like uh, Ulf and Ingmar start screaming because they're, even though they were given the sap of the U to not feel pain or not feel fear. Uh, apparently it doesn't <laughs> work. And, and they start screaming as their Stockholm legs catch slammer. fire. And then everyone outside screams along with them because that's what they do. And, uh, everything burns down, and Florence Pugh kind of gives a kind of a demented smile at the end as her uh, lecherous, uh, cheating ex boyfriend burns to death inside of a bear costume. Yeah, fuck that guy, I guess. More or less. And, sh- and she's now with her found family. Yeah, so, you know, happy ending, except for all the dead people. Maybe. It is like one of the happier endings I can think of to a horror movie. True. That was 
a retelling of Midsummer. Hell yeah, it was. Yep. And there's and there's no stinger. I checked. As is tradition. Yep. So, Horse Lanta, yeah. what are your feelings on this film? <laughs> feelings. Um, I love Midsummer. I'm surprised. No, no, hold I... on, hold on. Stop. I need to do, let me do my Horse Lanta impression. Uh, Chris, your dick stinks, and this movie was more than 90 minutes long, so I hated it. It's pretty good. It sounds more like there. this. <laughs> Continue, Horse Lanta. Ah, thanks. So, no, I love Midsummer. It's great. It is, as you may know by now, odd for me to like such a long movie. And I don't use this word very often for movies. But this whole movie is fucking beautiful. Like, the once they get out there, that is some of the most scenic shit you could ever want to see in your whole life. When it's yeah, supposed that to be... That cinematographer was working his ass off. Yeah, man. Or her ass off. I'm not even sure. They, him, His or her ass off. Yeah, they did good. You know, when it's supposed to be gritty, it's gritty as fuck. When it's supposed to be gory, good lord, that lingering shot on that woman's head was fucked. That guy's... It looked like they... I don't know, like his skin was made of like memory foam or something? I don't know, man. That was some fucking brutal shit. And, yeah. No, this movie's awesome. It's everything. The little background psychedelic shit that's going on for the last hour of the movie constantly that's fucking with you. Uh, it's definitely one of those watch it again for the symbolism movies. Uh, that big tapestry in the beginning with the skull and the sun and all that stuff. There's all kinds of stuff on that that basically tells you what's going to happen. And it's just great. Ari Aster's pretty awesome. I haven't watched Bo's Afraid because oh, I can't take a week off work. Oh, that joke I made earlier. But it's a long movie, but I do want to watch <laughs> off, it. You made it off of the recording, so... Well, no, that's a different story. Only for, that's a different yeah. story for ten minutes from now. Um, Unless Chris throws it at the end of the episode, possibly. Who could say what I'm going to do? Shut your stupid fucking mouth over there! Oh, Did you ever think oh, about that? No. <laughs> Obviously. Um. <laughs> but yeah. What? No, I love Midsummer. Ari Aster is pretty great. Hereditary is fucking awesome. Midsummer's awesome. Uh, what's her name? Florence Poe. Pug, Florence Florence Pugh, Florence Pugh. She she was I, great. I Florence Pugh. I have everything I have seen her in. I have enjoyed. So I don't know she's what else. One of those like she's one of those actors. But if I see her in something, I'm like, yeah, I'll just like this movie. It, it it's obvious I will like this movie. I feel like I've seen her in something else, but I don't watch a lot of stuff like you do. I don't know. I probably have, but I don't know. But she's awesome. Uh, even old eyebrows from We're the Millers. He was surprisingly good in this movie. I mean, he was just like the, the, the kind of shithead cut up comic relief guy, the whole thing till he got stuffed with hay and dressed up like a jester, but he was still, he was great at what he did. They, there wasn't a bad actor in this movie. Uh, the score is bizarre because it's quiet, quiet, quiet. And then you don't get to hear anything ever again. Cause you heard something really loud for like a second. The musical stings are illegally loud. Or maybe it's just Chris's speakers. We'll never know. It's also possible, but midsummer. Great. Watch the hell out of it. Watch hereditary too. watch Bo's afraid. If you get a chance, probably good. But yeah, midsummer. 
lit all the way up. Oi. 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 Oh, sorry. That's me. That's me. I said oi. I like this film. I've never seen it. It's pretty good. It's very, uh... Atmospheric, I guess. Like it does a really good job of having like a uh, like that dreamy quality. It's very uh, makes you feel like you're on a mild dose of hallucinogens, which I think adds to the whole thing with the way it's shot and the way it kind of flows around. I don't think this works if it's not like in a foreign country from the character's point of view, because I think that adds to the whole, like, spacey feeling, like, it's not quite right, like, everything's a little bit off kind of vibe they're going for. Yeah, you just feel very disconnected from yeah. everything. I mean, I've never seen this before, but you can... It, it does a thing that I like in a media where you're watching it and something happens that immediately recontextualizes a thing you saw either, like, just before or a scene or two ago. Where, as long as you're, you know, sort of paying attention, something will happen, and you're like, oh, that, no, it's because, because of the thing. Like, uh, when he's talking, when Timu Pratt's <laughs> talking about incest, that, like, everything clicked for me. Like, I understood completely what was happening in the movie as soon as I heard him say, what about incest? I was like, oh, oh no, holy shit, I get this whole thing now. Like, this <laughs> why, all totally why, makes sense. Why Why did Why did incest seal the deal for you, Chris? What's the, what was the thought, thought process on that one? Chris fact, one time Chris got a deal sealed by incest. <laughs> well, because that's why it was so important that they brought the outsiders. That's why more, more than one person brought people. It's why it was important they brought several people. Because they weren't all going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. And that's why it is imperative that they have the outsiders. Like, it's not just a fun thing for his buddies to see. He was feeding the machine the whole time. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. Kind of like the Wicker Man. It does have, like, Wicker Man vibes. Like the original, not oh, the it, Nicolas Cage one. It has, well, although the, the, the Cage one has bare Wicker Man vibes. I guess <laughs> but, that's true. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, but the, uh, yeah, the, this has very, like, this is, like, hardcore, like, folk horror. Yeah. Um, and then that's where Wicker Man's kind of my, like, benchmark for, for folk horror. But it's, it's real good. I would have to say it's totally worth giving it a watch if you've never seen it. What do you think, Troy? I really enjoy this movie. It is a slow burn, uh, but they—it's interesting the whole time. I feel like, even though like you, uh, like you don't get a whole like gore early on. You get like the deaths of the family are kind of gnarly in their own like special way. Um, but like, it's just it, it, everything. It just seems like in the everything in the commune seems just a little bit off. The whole time so you, you're kind of like you just kind of have this like low like just low level of dread 
while you're watching it the whole time because you're like, this isn't right. There's something wrong here. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something wrong here. And it just kind of fucks with you for a while. And then it just gets gnarly for a while and stops. And it goes back to being kind of normalish again, but just off. And then it gets fucked up again. And it just and just stays fucked up after that. But it's uh yeah, it's real good. I really enjoy it. Um I like the idea that uh the guy who was killed at the end's name was Christian because this was a very pagan cult kind of movie. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um yeah, I know I really enjoy this movie. Uh, I really enjoyed Hereditary. I will probably check out Bo is Not Afraid now because I forgot that Ari Aster did that and I've kind of enjoyed his his oeuvre so far. I have a friend I was talking to on Saturday who uh, was like, I did, I hated Hereditary and I hated Midsummer. I'm like, well, then Ari Aster is not for you. And he's like, what's Ari Aster? <laughs> oh, that's the director of those two movies. If you see his name on something, just stay away from it. You won't like it. Um, but I really enjoyed this one. Um, I I think people should watch it. I feel like it's actually kind of good for people who aren't super into horror movies, because there's the there's the whole there's the relationship drama. There's just kind of the weirdness of the commune. Um, it definitely rewards rewatching. It rewards paying attention the entire time. Um, but. And I think, like, when it gets, it, it hits kind of hard gore-wise a couple of times, but overall, I feel like it's something that, like, uh, people who don't like a lot of gore would still enjoy. So I would, I think people should watch it. And speaking of watching things, Chris, what are we watching next week? Uh, we're watching Carousel. As suggested, As suggested by... to us. By supposed alleged real cousin, Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction. That's my cousin. Supposedly. Allegedly. Supposedly. So what if other people, etc., so forth? Well, you can find us on them Facebooks because we're a Slaughterhouse Princess. You can go to SlaughterhousePrincess.com, which takes you over to Podbean, which has all kinds of mess, like all of our episodes and you know, mess. Uh... You can bark at your Alexis to make it say Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast. Yeah, which uh, I've been doing a lot lately. Did I leave that on for my dog? Just tell her to play Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast and let her go. I listen to us on Spotify, so you can listen to us on Spotify. Probably on something else, too. All the other stuff. Hey, if you're listening to this, you can listen to it on it. You know what I mean? All that stuff. Uh if you would like to support us, we do have a patron slaughterhouse princess at patron.com. And, uh, there you'll find our patron only discord channel. We have a regular discord channel, but jeepers creepers. Do we talk about some things on this podcast in the patron channel? <laughs> it's worth your dollar. I'm yeah. You. Yeah. It's gotten a little wild today. I'm happy we just with learned it. A uh, fun yes. fact. So go to Patreon dot or store dot or Discord dot dot com. I think is what you're trying to say. We're signed up. Sounds like something I'd do. You can learn about mixing body fluids. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's us. We're Slaughterhouse Princess. We princess the slaughterhouses. They'll come back next time for Karis Hell. And will their podcast think about movies? We'll maybe do psychedelics and drink about movies.
We drink dandelion shit water. Bye. To get my good side or my other good side or my third good side, whichever you prefer.